0: Hi there, I'm Sam Waldron, and welcome to 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s. I'm calling today's episode, Who Are They?, because we're going to listen to music from more than a dozen performers, and I'm guessing you've never heard of most of them. We'll travel from the late 1930s to 1959 and discover interesting music and stories from people with names like Gary Stevens, Anita Gordon, Connie Frobus, and an amazing musician named Stanley Drucker. And here's one more teaser, we'll hear from a singer you certainly know, singing something I'm pretty sure you've never heard him sing. We're here for the music, so let's start off with a song that's about as obscure as you can get. I tried SoundHound and Shazam apps on my phone and neither of them had any clue what this was. Here is Joyce Bryant a song called After You've Gone. After You've Gone.
1: And left me crying After you've gone There's no denying You feel bad You feel sad You'll miss the bestest pal You ever had There'll come a time When you'll regret it There'll come a time you won't forget it Someday when you are lonely Your heart will break like mine You'll want me only After you've gone, after you've gone away Oh after you've gone there's no denying after you've gone there's no denying you feel bad you feel the best you've ever had There'll come a time when you are lonely There'll come a time you want me only Oh, babe Think of what you're doing You know my love for you will drive me to ruin After you've gone, after
0: Joyce Bryant, an African American singer, dancer, actress, and nightclub entertainer in the 1940s and early 50s, who was sometimes called the Black Marilyn Monroe. Now let's move up to 1957 and a song that some teenagers heard on the radio, but most of them probably couldn't have identified the singer. His name, Charlie Gracie.
2: There must be 99 ways For of the blues That I've got from loving you Oh, 99 ways But none of them do There must be 99 ways For of the blues That I've got from loving you Tonight and I'm waiting to do without you, but I can't find one tonight. I feel this so bad and nothing is right. Oh, baby, I'm missing your hug and every that I'm as lonely as can be. i try all the up, but none of the up can do what you do to me. They're That but I still love you
0: Charlie Gracie, who had only one other hit record, Butterfly, also in 1957. Now this next song is from 1959 and you might have heard the recording made two years later by the Fleetwoods. The song is called Tragedy, and it was first recorded by Thomas Wayne and the DeLons. And who, you might ask, were the DeLons? They were actually three girls from a high school in Memphis who were recruited to make this recording. It was the only one that had any success for Thomas Wayne. When- up by the DeLons, that was Thomas Wayne. Well, that's obviously a song about sadness, so let's turn to another singer you might not know for some hopeful music. Here is Al Boley.
3: It's a lovely day tomorrow, tomorrow is a lovely day. Come and feast your tear-dimmed eyes On tomorrow's clear blue skies If today your heart is weary If every little thing looks gray Just forget your troubles and learn to say Tomorrow is a lovely day It's a lovely day tomorrow Tomorrow is a lovely day Come and feast your tear-dimmed eyes On tomorrow's clear blue skies If today your heart is weary Every little thing looks gray Just forget your troubles and learn to say Tomorrow is a lovely day
0: That was Al Boley, who wasn't exactly unknown He was a popular singer and guitar player in Great Britain in the 1930s, and he made more than a thousand recordings. Most of them, including the one we just heard, were made with the orchestra of Ray Noble. Well, now I want to play the last recording that he ever made. The year was 1941. The song was about a man who is never named, but we know it's Adolf Hitler. This is called When That Man Is Dead and Gone.
4: We meet when that man is dead and gone What a day to wake up on What a way to greet the dawn Some fine day the news will flash Satan with a small mustache Is asleep beneath the law When that man is dead and gone Satan, Satan, <laughs> lord top of a plan, dressed as a man, walking the earth, and since he began, the world is hell for you and me. But what a heaven it will be when well, that man is dead. That man is dead and gone. When they lay him twelve feet deep, I'll be there to laugh, not weep. When that man is dead and
5: gone, when a certain
0: 1941 Al Boley and a song that gleefully anticipated the death of the Fuhrer. Two weeks after he made that recording, Al Boley was killed in a Luftwaffe bombing raid while he was at home in London. And now, while Germany is on our minds, here's something happier. This next singer was born two years after Al Boley died and grew up to become an actress named Connie Frobis. Several times she was cast as a teenage brat in West Berlin who was trying to escape from the control of her parents. She could sing, too. When Connie Frobus was just eight years old she made her first record, a song that was written by her father about a group of children who go swimming. The title of that translates into Pack Your Bathing Trunks. In the 1950s, Frobus became a teen idol in Germany, and I'm going to play a recording she made of a popular song that Paul Anka wrote and recorded in 1957. This is in German, but if you know 1950s music, you'll recognize the tune and the title.
6: Dass die Zauberfee ersann. Wer von euch noch träumen kann, hört sich die Geschichte an. Denn wer junge Liebe kennt, weiß, wie schnell ein Herz. Kaum sah das Bild im Traum Träumte da ihr so allein Könnte sie doch wirklich sein Träumt von ihr so manches Jahr Weil sie schön wie Mutter war Oh, bleib, bleib bei ihm, da. ja. Ob Bäume, ob erwache oder träume, ruft nach ihr, kommt zu mir, oh 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 oh. Ob sie wohl sein Rufen hört, seine Sehnsucht je fehlt Denn so ist es ja im Leben oft, dass man sich das große Glück erhofft. Drum wenn es ein Traumbild macht, dass das Glück uns im Leben.
0: From Germany, Connie Frobis. I'm Sam Waldron, and you're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm calling today's show, Who Are They?, because we're listening to music recorded by people you probably don't recognize. Here's a case in point, a familiar song recorded in the early 1950s by a comedian and actor who for years teamed up with Dean Martin doing movies and comedy routines on stage. They were a well-known pair, but at some point they had a serious falling out and went their separate ways. I never thought of Jerry Lewis as a singer until I found an album he made called Jerry Lewis Just Sings. Here's a track from it and if I hadn't told you, I bet you wouldn't have guessed who this was.
7: I'm sitting on top, top of the world Just rolling along, just rolling along And I'm quitting the blues, blues of the world Just singing a song Just singing a song Glory hallelujah I just phoned the parson Hey, par, get ready to call Just like Humpty Dumpty I'm going to fall I'm sitting on top, top of the world Just rolling along Just rolling along The blues, blues of the world Just singing a song Just singing a song Glory, hallelujah I just phoned the parson Hey, par, get ready to call Just like Humpty Dumpty I'm going to fall I'm sitting on top half of the world Just rolling along Just rolling along
8: Now, let's get back on a bluesy geek. Here's a brand new one by Abbott King, as he does Bad Luck Blues. <laughs>
9: me and my telephone.
0: The Bad Luck Blues, recorded in 1953 by Albert King, who some people think of as one of the most influential blues guitarists of the 20th century. King was six feet seven inches tall. He was sometimes called the Velvet Bulldozer, because of his smooth singing and the fact that he once had a day job driving a bulldozer. In 1969, King got a gig to sing with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, and the following year, he released an album of Elvis Presley songs called Albert King Does the King's Things. Here's a track from that album.
8: Like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends all say I'm acting wild as a bird. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, my hands are shaky and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Cup
0: King from an album that also includes Hound Dog, Jailhouse Rock, That's All Right, and Heartbreak Hotel. And since we're in Elvis Presley territory, I want to tell you about a singer-songwriter, actress, and model whose name was Georgia Holt. What, you've never heard of her? Well, among other things, she was the mother of a singer and actress named Cher. Georgia Holt was just six years old when she got her first gig singing on a radio station in Oklahoma City. I don't have time to do justice to her life and career, but there is a connection with Elvis Presley. Georgia Holt recorded an album called Honky Tonk Woman, and it includes this cover of one of Elvis's big hit records from the 1950s.
10: Love me true Take me to your heart Yeah.
0: Georgia Holt, a singing talent whose name you might not have recognized. Well, Speaking just for myself, I can tell you this has been pretty interesting, and and probably just like you, I've learned about some people I had not heard of. Fortunately, at least if you like this sort of stuff, we're far from done. Still ahead more interesting performers who I think you'll want to meet. One of them acquired a nickname as Sweden's oldest teenager, and another was personally chosen by Walt Disney from among 300 contestants to provide the voice of Cinderella in the Disney movie of that name. I'm Sam Waldron, and this is 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. Today's episode is called Who Are They?, and we're listening to a bunch of musicians whose names and whose work you probably don't know. Next up is Roy Cordell. In the 1940s, Cordell made a lot of recordings with the popular orchestra of Jan Garber. But in the early 50s, he could see that popular music was changing, and he wanted to change with it. So, he took off his hat as a singer and put together a singing group known as the Cordettes. He became their manager, and the group had hit records including Mr. Sandman and later Lollipop. Before all that, in 1951, Roy Cordell made this recording by The Light of the Stars.
11: stars, you're with me and I'm with you, though I dream, still it seems that my dreams cannot come true, suppose some night I should awake Find the one I love is taken I'd blame you, Sandman, who Made me dream by the light of the stars
0: orchestra of Jan Garber, and the voice of Roy Cordell. So far, we've been listening to recordings by performers you might not be familiar with, but this next one is different. The singer is somebody you certainly know, and the announcer on this radio broadcast will tell you his name, so don't be worried. The song is also well-known, but unless you heard this on a radio broadcast in 1944, You've probably never heard this singer sing this song because he never recorded it commercially.
2: This is a program of the United States Treasury. The Treasury Star Parade presents the voice that has thrilled millions, the one and only Frank Sinatra.
11: a song in my heart, I behold your adorable face, just a song at the start, but it soon is a hymn to your grace, when the music swells. It tells that you're standing near, and at the sound of your voice, heaven opens its portals to me, can I help but rejoice? That a song such as ours came to be What I always knew I would live life through
0: Frank Sinatra, as broadcast on the CBS Radio Network in April 1944. Now, you might be wondering, what is Frank Sinatra doing in this episode, which is supposed to be about little-known singers? Has Sam Waldron finally lost his mind? I'll admit, that's always possible, but in this case, Old Blue Eyes does serve a purpose. He lets me introduce another singer, one I'm almost certain that you don't know. His name was Lasse Lindahl. For 20 years, he was sometimes called Sweden's oldest teenager, and others called him the Swedish Frank Sinatra. Lindahl was 21 years old when he first had a hit record that came out, and we're going to listen to that momentarily, sung in Swedish. Through the 50s and 60s, Lindahl was Sweden's most popular singer, and in the 1970s, Some folks considered him the country's most popular singer ever. This is his breakthrough recording, I'll do my best to pronounce the title, Tango Cavalleren. The lyrics are an invitation to dance, and maybe become lovers, for just one night. Even if you can't follow the words, see if you think this singer sounds a bit like Frank Sinatra.
12: livs poesien finner vi en tank.
0: Lundahl, Sweden's most popular singer in the 1950s and 60s. Meanwhile, back in the United States, a singer named J.J. J. Barnes was struggling to find a niche for his talent in the late 50s. He released a couple of unsuccessful singles in 1958 on the Rick Tick label, one of which we're about to listen to. Two things interest me about this recording. First, Barnes sounds to my ear a lot like Sam Cooke, and second, I think he was ahead of his time, because this could be a prequel to the Motown sound of the 1960s, and that is where Barnes later found his niche. This is called Please Let Me In.
13: I'm shedding
0: J.J. Barnes, who passed away late in the year 2022 at the age of 79. Others who died late that year were Joyce Bryant, who was 95, Charlie Gracie, who was 86, Georgia Holt, and Lasse Lundahl, who were 96 and 95 respectively, and Stanley Drucker, who we'll meet in a few minutes. He lived to be 93. You're listening to 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s, and I'm Sam Waldron. Today we're sampling recordings by musicians whose names you probably don't know. And this leads me to an actress and singer named Eileen Woods. Woods wanted to be a schoolteacher, but her mom had different ideas, and before she was even old enough to finish high school, this was during World War II, Woods was touring with the Army Air Forces Orchestra. He once sang for President Franklin Roosevelt at his home in Hyde Park and later for President Harry Truman in the White House. In 1948 Walt Disney heard a couple of demonstration records she made and picked her to be the voice of Cinderella in the animated film he was making by that name. What we're going to hear is an audio clip of Eileen Woods on the ABC Radio Hall of Fame in September 1944. And as you listen, think about this. At the time, she was just fifteen years old.
13: Send your love and your kisses to guide me.
0: Woods, whose musical talent blossomed early and didn't let up. And that was equally true of the last two musicians that I want you to meet today. Anita Gordon was born in 1929, the same year as Eileen Woods. In 1945, when she was 16, Gordon signed a film contract with 20th Century Fox, a radio contract with a popular comedian of the day, and a recording contract with Columbia Records. She contributed her voice to plenty of recordings and a few movies. She sang in New York with Patti Page and starred in a bunch of popular TV series including Death Valley Days and Gunsmoke. Columbia Records got some good recordings from Anita Gordon, too. For example, It's a Most Unusual Day.
14: It's a most unusual day, feel like throwing my worries away, as an old native born Californian would say, it's a most unusual day, oh
8: this weather's
14: amazing they say, there's a most unusual sky, not a sign of a cloud passing by, and if I want to sing, throw my heart in the ring, it's a most unusual day there are people meeting people there is sunshine everywhere there are people greeting people and a feeling of spring in the air it's a most unusual time I keep feeling my temperature climb if my heart won't behave in the usual way well there's only one thing to say it's a most unusual, most unusual, most unusual day. <laughs> There is sunshine everywhere There are people Goodbye Greeting people Goodbye And know how they they get get in your hair. hair
5: Day.
0: That was 15-year-old singer and actress Anita Gordon. I've saved someone special for our last musician today, someone you might not expect to be featured here on 45 RPM. He didn't sing. At least not professionally, and he wasn't an actor or a songwriter or a record promoter. He died in December 2022, and when I read about him, I was impressed. Stanley Drucker started life as a pretty ordinary kid, and at the age of 10, he decided he'd like to try playing the clarinet. He found it came naturally to him, so much so that when he was 16 years old, he was recruited to play with the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra, and soon after that the Buffalo Symphony Orchestra hired him away to be its lead clarinetist. That was a pretty good gig, but it didn't last long. When he was 19, the New York Philharmonic hired him away and kept him on long enough that he earned a place in the Guinness Book of World Records. Stanley Drucker retired in 2009 And this is what ABC News had to say on that occasion.
15: Many debate what is the best job in the world, but right near the top would be making beautiful music. And tonight we recognize a man who has done that for more than 60 years.
16: I'm 80 years old. I will have played 10,200 concerts in my 60 years. The first rehearsal with the New York Philharmonic when I was 19,
15: He certainly does not look it, but Stanley Drucker has been playing the clarinet with America's premier orchestra since Truman upset Dewey.
16: I think uh, my parents gave me a clarinet because it was the era of Benny Goodman and Artie Shaw.
15: Whatever the reason the Druckers made a great choice, Stanley turned out to be a virtuoso and got his first job with an orchestra at age 16. Soon after, the New York Philharmonic came calling.
16: I got out on that stage in Carnegie Hall, and I was just uh, overwhelmed by the sound and the kind of playing I was hearing. I thought I knew everything; I, I probably knew nothing. And I listened to the great players around me, and I learned it. And uh, I guess I was a little talented. That helps.
15: Not surprisingly, Stanley holds the record for longest tenure with the New York Philharmonic. But after playing for more than 40 million concertgoers over six decades. This week, Stanley played his final note at Lincoln Center.
16: I feel, at this point in my life, I'm still doing everything I have ever done the same way. This is great to stop at this point.
15: Most musicians get a gig for a night or two. If they're lucky, a week. Drucker's gig lasted six decades. But in this case, it wasn't luck, it was talent. We're the lucky ones. We're the ones who got to hear him play.
0: We are the lucky ones. I'm Sam Waldron. All of us here at 45 RPM decided to use the rest of our time today to listen to part of Stanley Drucker's recording of a clarinet quintet. And wow, could that man ever play!